Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Welcome back to 15 Minutes of Marvel, the only podcast that gives you Marvel reviews, news, and rumors in just 15 minutes. Well, most of the time, 15 minutes, kind of. I really try my hardest, but, you know, around 15 minutes. I'm your host, Ethan Simi, and today on the show I'm talking Spider-Man Funko Pops, Spider-Man Leaks, Spider-Man Rumors, Loki Love Story, and Maggie Gyllenhaal as Mysterio instead of Jake Gyllenhaal. We'll see how it flushes out. First off, before I get going on the show, I do want to apologize. This episode was supposed to be a movie commentary episode for 2012's The Avengers. I said it would happen. Unfortunately, life happens sometimes. Life got in the way a little bit. So, The Avengers movie commentary episode coming within the next couple of weeks. I promise, and it's going to be a good one. I just wanted to get the apology out there, and you know, it's okay. Life happens to all of us. So, let's talk about Spider-Man stuff. A lot of Spider-Man stuff on this episode. I figured, like, hey, Spider-Man's, uh, you know, hot in the news right now. Let's let's cover it. This morning, tons of Spider-Man leaks happened. This this like I woke up, bam, Spider-Man uh, leaks. We've got suits. We've got Funko Pops officially releasing for pre-order. We've got all kinds of Spider-Man stuff, and I'm I'm living in a dream. You all know I'm, I, you know, Spider-Man: No Way Home. I'm just too I'm too hyped about it, and it's probably a bad thing. I'm just too excited about it. But first off, I, I want to talk about how we're getting Funko Pops right now already, like before the trailer. I mean, look, sounds like a Sony thing to do, right? Checks out, you know. Sounds like a sounds like a fact. But I, you know, no no slide against Sony, but they don't have the best track record with Marvel marketing in terms of this stuff. And so I've got feelings on getting leaks and getting suits and getting Funko Pops before we're getting a trailer, I think it takes a lot of the fun out of the trailer. I think when, and and you all know this if you listen to the podcast, I've talked about it before, I want the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer personally, and if I don't get what I personally want, I boycott everything and I will hate Marvel and this show will end. So, ju- you know, just a warning. I want I want a, a very vague, a very uh, secretive trailer. I want something that is not going to show us Doc Ock or Green Goblin or anything that is happening. I don't want a trailer that is going to show us Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, or other Spider-Man. I I want that stuff to remain a secret because I feel like the hype to building to this movie is unlike anything that Marvel has put out. Yes, Endgame had the hype, but it was a culmination of 10 years. We we knew that it was it was an avenging story. We knew the heroes would win. Spider-Man No Way Home, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know Doctor Strange's involvement. We we don't know any of this stuff. So I feel like there's a high potential to have some really cool shock value to the movie when we all go see the movie in December and then, oh my God, look who's on the screen. Even though we all predicted it or thought it was going to happen, we still didn't know for sure. I want that to be a reality. It doesn't seem like that's going to be a reality with all of the things coming out right now. So we've got the Lego leaks. We we are seeing some Lego sets with, with Doctor Strange, with Doc Ock, or with Doctor Strange, with uh, Mysterio, and inspired by older films. So I don't, I don't know what that means. Are we going to see flashbacks in the movie? We don't know. 
Now we got Funko Pops and we've got new suits, an integrated suit, an upgraded suit, a black and a gold suit. And then we got Ned and MJ on the Funko Pops and then we've got Doctor Strange um, gardening, I think. I think he's just doing a little, little pruning, if you will. Oh man, I hate that I had to say pruning. He's just doing some gardening, tending to the garden, uh, you know, of this, of the, of, of, of New York. I don't know of, of his place of, uh, Sanctum Santorum. I don't know. I don't know what he's up to with his gardening. Maybe Dr. Strange really has a green thumb. I, anything's possible. Let's talk about the suits for a second because the integrated suit, it looks, it looks Dr. Strange inspired. It looks Tony Stark inspired. I don't really know. It's, it, it kind of looks like the Iron Spider suit. It, it looks um, a, a little different. Obviously, we've got a, a kind of a pattern change. And he's got some kind of like arc reactor with a web in the middle of the suit. And then he's got something on his hands that looks like like one of the time things that Doctor Strange does. One of the circles, one of the magic circles. And I, I don't know what they're officially called, but it, it looks like magic. Obviously... With Spider-Man, with what we know from Far From Home, it could be tech. But it could also be magic if Doctor Strange is is a massive part of this movie, which it seems like he is going to be. Um, so, integrated suit, I'm very interested to know about. The upgraded suit looks like the suit that we've seen in Far From Home. It's got more of that black colorway that goes with it, with kind of like the wings and the netting. Uh, I like that. Big fan of the upgraded suit. The most interesting thing to me, the most interesting suit, we've seen it on a toy now and on the Funko Pop is is this black and gold suit. Now, before I say anything, I just want to let it be known, of course, I pre-ordered the jumbo size pop of the black and gold suit Spider-Man. So, I'm pro. I, I, I'm spending my money, my hard-earned money, on this black and gold Spider-Man suit. I think black and gold is just phenomenal. Um, let's just say that. Like, black and gold as a color combination dynamite love to see it chef's kiss but but i have one i have one thing and i'm hoping i'll come around to it but i have one thing about this suit it's that the gold webbing on his face it makes this little circle in between his eyes and i don't i don't know i don't know if i like that like i just don't know how i feel about that right now it's grown on me over the last few hours that i've been looking at it because like it's got gold like gauntlet type things and gold boot like it's just classy. It just looks really good. But that, like, gold circle bat symbol looking thing in between his eyes, I don't know if I can jive, if I can jive with that. So, that's tough. But, you know, hey, I bought the, I bought the pop. I think seeing these suits on the big screen is going to be phenomenal. I think it is going to be something awesome. But I do think it is a bummer that we are getting these suits in merchandise before we see them on the big screen or in a trailer Imagine seeing the trailer first and you see like Tom Holland whip around a corner and all of a sudden he's in a black and gold suit. Like jaw hits the floor, right? We would have never thought about that. We would have never expected that. Nobody would have known it was coming. And if we saw that in the trailer, it would have been like just a fucking awesome thing to see in a trailer. Now we already know. Now we know it's coming. So it kind of kind of detracts from that hype a little bit. Obviously, jaw's still going to hit the floor. But, you know, the reveal is a, is a little dampened. Here's my prediction for the trailer. I think it's going to release in front of Black Widow. I think that it'll be the final trailer we see right before Black Widow actually starts. That's what rumors have been saying. I don't put a whole lot of stock in these rumors. They've been going around for months of like, hey, trailer's coming, trailer's coming, trailer's coming. 
Where's the trailer at, y'all? It seems like this would be the time that we get a trailer. We've got product leaks, we've got suit leaks and confirmations. Drop the trailer. I Drop the trailer. It sounds like the right time. Seems like a, a, a good choice to make at this time. And speaking of all these rumors, speaking of what could possibly happen, Kevin Feige was interviewed at the Black Widow premiere about... Kevin about Alfred Molina being in Spider-Man No Way Home and this is what he had to say. Of Alfred Molina just just dropping he's in Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh you know people uh people can talk. I'm not people get a microphone. Some people like to talk. Some people like me. Not so much. Everything we make is hopefully the intention of of uh, exceeding expectations yeah. and fulfilling surprises. Not every rumor you read about online is true, uh, not by a long shot, but not everyone is false either. So that's the that's the fun. And even seeing people watch our shows now, releasing them week to week is a new experience for us. And seeing the speculation that occurs online between each episode. Some of that speculation is right, some of it is wrong. All of it uh, informs uh, us uh, on some level in, uh, I think, fun ways. And so I think... I think part of the fun is the rumors, you know, like Kevin says, part of the weekly talk and the rumors about movies, that's part of the fun. Not everything you hear is accurate, not everything is is correct or wrong, but I think that's part of the fun and I do think it's important to remember let's not put too much stock into all of this. Let's all let's all manage our expectations, but you know, Spider-Man about to be the best fucking movie ever. How's that for managing expectations? Loki love story. I really really quickly wanted to touch on Loki episode four again. I know I just reviewed it. I just gave my my reaction to it, but 48 hours later, episode four, still a bop. Still slaps. I'm here for it. I I still stand by the fact that it was overstuffed. It felt too dense to me. Introducing the timekeepers, we see the timekeepers, and now they're dead. That feels like a lot for me personally. But it was still an incredibly amazing episode of television. I don't think that detracts from that at all. Lots of people out there in in the Twitterverse, social media, what have you, whining, complaining about this so-called love story, love arc between Loki and Sylvie and how how they don't want this to happen and this would be bad for Marvel. And first off, let me just say, if you are in any way doing anything on social media that, that is, is threatening somebody because of the way a show or a movie is written you should really rethink what you're doing because that is absolutely terrible. That is absolutely unacceptable and terrible and should never even cross people's minds. It's a show. It's a movie. It's fun. It's it's part of life. And I just want to give my two cents that I think, I mean, I know Marvel Studios knows how to write. They know how to write damn well. They've been proving it. And I think if if you and if we as viewers think that we're just getting a pure love relationship between Loki and Sylvie, I think we're all mistaken. Because as Phase 4 has proven, writing is deep. Things mean other things. Nothing is truly whatever it seems on the purpose, or on the surface. And, you know, the thing about this this kind of love story, I think it means that Loki is learning to love himself. Sylvie is a variant of Loki. So... This whole, like, how can you fall in love with someone that's the same as you? That's, like, crazy. It's like, well, that's called self-love, right? Like, don't we all practice that all the time? We always try to love ourselves. 
Loki has never loved himself. He's always been at war with himself. The fact that he was adopted, he hated that. He wasn't the chosen son. He couldn't he couldn't deal with that. He failed taking over New York. He failed taking over Midgard. He failed getting the Avengers broken up. He he brought them together. So, I mean, he's had a hard life and he hasn't loved himself. And I think that this is an incredibly unique and interesting way to weave in this self-love storyline. It's really just like an onion. You just keep peeling back the layers and we learn more and more and more each each episode and you can dive deeper and deeper. Loki loving himself slaps. Great, great way to tell this story and you love to see it. Also, you should go listen to the score that officially released today because let me tell you, I've listened to Glorious Purpose and Frigga uh, on repeat and oh gosh, Pile of tears over here. Just uh, just a pile of tears. Last topic for today's episode. Brought to you by the good friends over at Three Films and a Podcast, Ben, Matt, and Tyler. Shout out. You guys are amazing. Uh, you know, I've, I've had Ben on the podcast. I've been on their podcast before. Go check them out. Three Films and a Podcast. Great stuff over there. They like to play this little game. They like to cast Maggie Gyllenhaal as a replacement for Jake Gyllenhaal in, in any movie. So I wanted to play that game today. I wanted to play a little a little mer- uh, mini version of that. Y'all know that I stand with Mysterio and my boy Jake G. That's my boy. That's my boy Jake G. Most underrated villain in the MCU. He's complex. He's passionate. He's fucking deceptive and delusional. He's amazing. Okay? He's amazing. But let's see if Maggie Gyllenhaal could handle playing the role of Mysterio instead of Jake Gyllenhaal. Really quickly, I want to go through some of the big name movies that both people have been in so we can kind of get an idea of where we stand. So Maggie Gyllenhaal has been in uh, The the Kindergarten Teacher, looks like one of her most recent ones. You've got White House Down, Won't Back Down, uh, Nanny McPhee Returns. I heard it's a, heard it's a bop. Uh, Stranger than fiction, the two that I have seen, The Dark Knight and Donnie Darko, also starring my boy Jake G. So I've only really seen two movies with Maggie Gyllenhaal in that. So it is what it is. Now my boy Jake Gyllenhaal, he has crazy amounts of things coming in the future. He just all of a sudden decided like let's go for it. Uh, but you know he's in. Spider-Man, Far From Home, obviously. Velvet Buzzsaw, he's in Zodiac, he's in Prisoners, he's in End of Watch, Enemy, Nightcrawler, Southpaw. He's in a lot of good stuff. Jarhead, gosh, he's in a lot of good stuff. So, just wanted to kind of stack against each other here. Now, I want to say about Maggie being Mysterio... I think she can be a different type of Mysterio. And I think she would bring something valuable to the table. I think that she would bring an aura of mystery. A mysterious personality. More than Jake Gyllenhaal would. Jake G. Little power hungry. Previously wronged genius. You know, he's got that kind of complex about him. Maggie Gyllenhaal though, she could be really mysterious and really deceptive. I feel like she could tackle that possibly better than Jake Gyllenhaal. Now... The main question, would she make it as far as Jake did in the movie? No. I don't think she would have been able to to pull off snagging the glasses from Peter. That's just my outright opinion. Could be a hot take. I don't know how we all feel about this, but I don't think she can smooth talk like my man Jake G can. I just don't think 
she could pull off that that smooth talking to to get Peter to to go for it. She could look better, definitely. Well, I don't maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Jake Gyllenhaal, pretty good looking guy. Maggie Gyllenhaal, very beautiful. So I I don't know. That's a that's a tough that's a tough point for me. But I don't think it could be done. The one other point is. I don't think Maggie Gyllenhaal has the cutthroat, cutthroat attitude to manage her team, to manage the drones. Jake Gyllenhaal, he can hit that next level of insanity. He loses it. He goes nuts. I don't think Maggie could do it. I just don't see her managing the squad getting shit done. I just don't see it. That's my hot take. Three films in a pod. Ben, Matt, Tyler, get at me. Tell me why you think Maggie Gyllenhaal would be better as Mysterio because... Nobody can be better as Mysterio. Jake Gyllenhaal, the man, the myth, the legend. He did it. Would you watch Spider-Man Far From Home with Maggie Gyllenhaal as Mysterio instead of Jake Gyllenhaal? I want to know what you all think. Get at me on Twitter at 15MinuteMarvel. I have a huge, massive week planned next week for shows. I'm going to give you all some hints real quick. Things are still getting confirmed, but I have two possible like bonus episodes coming next week, including... Talking to someone that's already seen Black Widow, very exciting, and talking to one of the writers and producers of Loki. Kind of cool stuff. Plus, I'll have the standard Loki reaction, a Black Widow reaction episode when the movie releases. It's going to be a packed week. Tell your friends all about it. I've got all the Marvel content coming to you. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on any platform. Special shout out to the patron of the show, Brandon Clark, as well. Be sure to check out the Patreon of the episode to support the show. I'll see you back here next time as I give you my reaction to Loki Episode 5 or talk to a special guest about Black Widow, about Black Widow or talk to one of the writer-producers of Loki. I, we'll see whatever happens first. We'll see how it goes. I'm Ethan Simi, and remember, always go higher, further, and faster. Oh.